welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lianne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast will provide you with the tools and inspiration you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm, to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. Happy New Year. Okay, yeah, I know. It's January 18th, but here we are. Um, And it actually feels like a new year to me, and this episode is going to probably make you understand why. Uh, We just got back from vacation, and I've never taken a vacation in January, mainly because I usually have a lot of time off around Christmas, and I've just never really felt the need. Plus, I've always had this weird belief in my head um, that it would be difficult to come back to the snow and the cold after being away somewhere really nice and hot in the sun, and that might actually still be true. But here is what actually happened this past week. If you missed episode 10, I highly recommend you go back and listen because I talk about what it is I'm letting go of this year and why. And as I mentioned in that episode, it wasn't actually meant to be a new year, new me, or any type of resolution-based chat, but it definitely put my goals and intentions out into the world. Um, And so when it comes to vacation, this is what this episode's about, but I know personally that I used to have these grand visions of having the perfect, and I'm putting perfect in quotes, holiday, and then the chaos would always ensue. Arguments would be inevitable, and someone would end up crying their eyes out. Sometimes, I'll admit, it may have been me. Um, And I used to always think, what the hell is wrong with us? Everyone else, it looks like, is having these perfect vacations. Why can't we? Then I realized that we can have that perfect vacation. And here's what happened when I changed my outlook and my thoughts around that. We had one of the best vacations we've ever had. Now, there are a couple of reasons for that. And I want to make this clear because this isn't about where we went or the weather or what we actually did, but rather the intention and the feeling that I desired for this vacation. So did it make a difference that traveling with the kids um, because they're now older and they can do all the things? Sure, absolutely, that made a difference, right? They're now nine and 13. But also, like my attitude, my outlook, my willingness to change and be flexible made a huge difference. And that's the biggest thing that I think around this vacation, which I really want to get across because maybe you've been like me in the past where things had to be a certain way and if it didn't go that way, then it was just shit. It was just a terrible vacation. There were things that I was willing to be flexible on and not necessarily stick to the rigid routine but also things I was not willing to give up on or let slide just because we were on vacation. Okay, so let's break that down. I knew from the outset that this vacation, this trip, 
I knew what it was about. We were going to Orlando strictly for three days at Universal Studios and one day at Hollywood Studios. And we had never been with the kids to Universal Studios, so I had no idea what to expect. We also drove. And so if anybody has ever driven from Ontario to Florida, it's it's a it's a nice drive, right? But it's also, we took three days to do it. You can do it in something like 22 hours. But for Dave and I, it was really, we didn't want to be rushed. We didn't want to be tired when we got there. So we broke it out. We left on Thursday morning and we arrived on at the resort on Saturday afternoon after a short stop a little bit closer uh, to another place in Florida. And so that included like, you know, two and a half days in the vehicle on the way there, on the way back, and then four nights total on either ends in small hotel rooms with two growing boys who are used to their own space, who are used to their own beds and aren't, to be quite honest, they're not used to staying in hotel rooms. Like we camp, we RV, we have a trailer behind us most of the time that we're traveling, which means we have a kitchen, we have our food, we have our own bed space. So it's, it was definitely different for us in that now we're all stuck together in these confined spaces. And so um, it's, it was a, it's challenging for us, to say the least. But this is where you grow, right? You, you um, adapt and you uh, change and you fit however and wherever you are. So I knew it wasn't going to be a walk in the park. Um, because I knew myself when I get tired, what happens, um, and when everyone else gets tired. And that is where patience is needed the most, right? It doesn't actually matter if you're traveling or not. When people are tired, you have short fuses, people are cranky, people are hungry. It's just a combination. I communicated and made it clear what was important for me while traveling before we even left, right? And so for me, That's about having a portion of my meals prepped, snacks available for the drive so that we didn't have to stop all the time. So it was for the ease of it, right? So that I could um, eat while, while being the passenger. I mean, I did drive a little bit, but also like it can add up when you're stopping here and there and everywhere for snacks. So it was also to be a little bit more budget friendly. I made sure that I planned and prepared at least meals for the Thursday and Friday uh, on the way down before we left. I also made sure that it was clear that my personal non-negotiables, like meditation, was important to me. And that was that also meant there was going to need to be some cooperation and some understanding uh, from the other three humans that I was with. But that's already been set up. Like I already have those boundaries um, in our everyday life. So just now transitioning it to a different location wasn't that big of an adjustment, right? But I also knew like the days that we were going to go be going to the parks meant that either I was going to have to be flexible that maybe I didn't do that meditation that morning or that I was going to have to be the one that just got up a little bit earlier, right? So those things were well communicated and communication is key, right? Like even just driving and directions and where are we going to stop and who needs to pee? Cause like, again, we don't have a trailer behind us like we normally do. So, which means we could just pull over wherever we want and use the facilities. But now we're had to look for restrooms and rest stops and, and things like that. 
But this is what really changed the game for me this trip, this time around. And um, I think the reason that I made these changes, again, like I've never done this while we've been camping, like when we go camping and why, I don't even know. It's beyond me because I journaled every morning, whether it was before we actually left the resort or while driving to wherever we were going. Um, I made a point of it. And I tell you, man, it was, it really did change the game for me. I have a daily gratitude practice. So that's a no brainer. And I can do that without writing it down, right? Usually the first thing in the morning when my feet hit the ground, hit the floor, I take a deep breath and I can just, you know, immediately have something to be thankful for. So that was fine to do. Um, But as I wrote out my daily gratitude this time, I also just let the words flow, free writing, free flow, and truly asked myself this one question every morning. What does she need to hear today? And then I wrote whatever came. And it was really truly about going inward and asking myself, what do I need to hear today? What do I need to do today? And who do I need to be today to show up as the best version of me, as the best mother, as the best wife that I desire to be? That question changed the outcome of each day for the last week. Because when you can sit and listen to your inner being, your inner voice, it's so freaking clear on what you need, and I'm putting need in quotes, to do. It's really, really clear because you've heard it before, like all the answers are always inside of us. You just need to take the time to sit still enough, long enough to listen. But also, you have to be able to ask the questions. You have to be able to go inward and ask yourself the questions and ask better questions. And when you can then answer that and hear the answers come, everything literally falls into place. And when you can embody that version of yourself, who you desire to be, it's easy. It's easy. But, but so many people make it more difficult than it needs to be, right? But then when there's no resistance, guess what happens? It just happens. You get the outcome you desire. So I set my intention to have a fun-filled week with, you know, no stress. Of course, that's never always possible. There's always a little bit of stress. But I embodied that version of me. And to the most part, that is exactly what we had. Now, of course, were there moments of impatience? Of course. But 95% of the time, it was really, really great. But again, not only embodying that version of who you want to become, you need to communicate. And for me, the big thing was communicating my needs as far as meals and, and maintaining adherence to my macros because that's important to me, right? But also enjoying where we were, enjoying the treats. And then when your intention is behind the action, 
And when that action and your intention is to enjoy, to savor, to be present, to feel good, the bad or the negative outcome is actually non-existent. One of the biggest things for me as well is sleep. I mean, as a shift worker, right? Sleep is huge. I also knew I wasn't going to be getting to bed at a regular time or on holidays where we are, we're going to the parks. I accepted that, right? Rather than making that be, no, I need to be back to the resort. I need to be in bed if we're going to get up early the next day. It was my approach and my acceptance of where we were and what we were doing that I accepted that, but also made it clear that we did need to fit in some time for rest and recovery, right? Because you can't go, go, go all the time and expect to still feel good. Even though you're, you know, having fun and you're eating well, you're still going to get worn down and sleep, of course, is extremely important. I didn't deprive myself of treats. Like I enjoyed an ice cream. I enjoyed some fudge. I enjoyed some butter beer. If you know, you know. Um, and, and here is one of the best parts. Um, I didn't gain a single pound. So previous years of holidays, I would be coming back and, you know, worried about, you know, feeling blah and feeling bloated and feeling just, oh, I feel like I have to start all over again with my workouts. And so that is true because I didn't work out in the traditional sense. I didn't do any of my training per se other than walking and we walked tons, but I savored those treats and had them in moderation, right? So even though I wasn't working out doing my regular workouts, I was still adhering to my macros as best I could. And, you know, I, I actually didn't gain a single pound, okay, compared to previous trips where I would have been so strict that I wouldn't have enjoyed them at all. Or if I did, then I would have beaten myself up over it. I really truly let, let go of control. And again, if you go back to episode 10, you'll hear that that's one of the biggest things that I'm letting go of this year is that need for control and understanding that as my boys get older, there's things that you know they're going to be able to do on themselves. And that's a letting go of that control a little bit more. But I truly let go over you know what we had to eat. I wasn't fixated on, I mean, Yes, of course, I still want them to be healthy and have vegetables and that's just me. But when we had to eat it and, you know, did it have to be exactly this what we had to eat when they had to go to bed? I really let them just be and try to soak up every last minute of this vacation because I know Alex is 13. He's going to remember it. He's going to remember the times this vacation. Max, I'm sure he will considering what he did, but you know, I let them live their best lives, even, even when it meant allowing them to go on the most insane roller coaster. Um, and so I don't know if, if you've been to Orlando, if you've been to Universal Studios, there's a few crazy roller coasters there. And one of them's pretty new. It's called the Velocicoaster. And I did not go on it. I thought I might. My husband's very, very good at knowing what I can handle. And that was not one of them. But my nine-year-old went on this and even Alex being 13, right? Like it's still, um, they're just fearless, right? And letting go of the fear of that and 
not projecting that onto them. That's an entirely separate podcast episode. So stay tuned for that. That might just really be a mini-sode. But when it comes to overall, this is sort of what you need to know, right? So if you were like me in the past where you would have these great visions of these amazing vacations and everyone's always happy and then it would turn into a shit show, this is what you need to know, okay? Setting your intention for how you want to feel is the utmost important. It's the most important thing. When doing anything, to be quite honest, right? But when you're traveling and you, you want to make those memories and you want to have such a great time, how you feel is more important than when you eat and what you eat. You know, everything in moderation, of course. But then being aware of when you aren't feeling your best, and that's when it's time to sit and reflect on where you can do better, even, even just 1%. Because if I'm being honest here, I missed many great moments of vacations over the years because I wanted to control everything, when they ate, where we ate, when we ate it, what time we went to bed, and restricting myself on not enjoying, you know, that delicious looking dessert. And why all that? Why did I feel the need to control all those things? I don't know. I'm still digging deep into all of that, but I have broken through so much. And so I'm ready to actually start this year now. And that's why I said Happy New Year, because I feel like I'm literally starting this year over. And I know we're only two and a bit weeks in, but it feels so good to have come back revitalized. And I'm clear on so many things. And you can get clear sitting in a vehicle for 20 some hours. Um, And I, you know, I can't necessarily read, but I definitely did some meditations in the truck. But I tell you, man, I'm back. I'm ready to start this year feeling fulfilled, feeling loved, feeling full of memories. And I really hope that you take something from this episode and can apply it and can apply it to some area of your life, right? Even if it's a small breakthrough, maybe there's something that you can work on and try to let go of control when it comes to uh, where you're really restrictive or where you're just not letting yourself be true to the things that you desire, right? Even if it's a small breakthrough that moves the needle just 1%, that's a success because the 1%, they will start to multiply and then the momentum will roll in. Before you know it, you'll be manifesting the perfect vacation. You'll be manifesting the perfect holidays, the perfect days for you, right? Not everyone is going to be the same. And so I just really hope that you take forward that setting your intention for how you want to feel every single day is the most important thing, right? And I just would love so much that if you take something away from this episode, just one thing, is that you can create the life that you desire. So make sure that you share this episode with someone who you know needs to hear this today. And we will be back again next week with another episode of the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. 
And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shift Worker podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shift Worker and on Instagram at Lianne Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.